0: I went to the Jigsaw nativity play on Wednesday. It was one of those really lovely occasions where no matter how young a child was, every child had a part to play. And there's something, I think, about the sound of young children singing, um, albeit with perhaps more enthusiasm than finesse a lot of the time, Um, but it's something that's certainly guaranteed to bring a lump to my throat. Uh, They were absolutely superb. But there was one character who particularly caught my eye as the play unfolded, and that was the character of Joseph. Because the young child who was playing Joseph, he clearly didn't really want to be there. And, and by the time they got to the inn, um, he'd actually abandoned Mary. Uh, and he was off doing his own thing over the other side of the stage, and he was leaving Mary to get on with it on her own. Now, children's intimacy plays invariably go wrong at some point, and that's almost part of their charm. And the young Joseph's behaviour brought a smile to my face. But it also made me think about the Joseph that we heard about in our reading today. Almost all that we know about the biblical character Joseph comes from these few verses, but I think he deserves an Oscar for the best supporting actor in act one of the story of Jesus's life on earth. In contrast to our young jigsaw actor, He was the man who stuck by Mary. And without Joseph, things might have turned out very differently. Today, on the eve of our celebration of Christ's birth, uh, the main event, as it were, I'd like us to draw some inspiration from Joseph and the part that he played in helping it to happen Joseph, in every sense of the word, was just an ordinary Joe. We know from other places in the Bible that he was a carpenter by profession, that he was poor, because we read um, later on that he gave a pair of doves as a temple sacrifice, and that was a poor man's offering if they couldn't afford a lamb. And that he was betrothed or pledged to be married to Mary. In Jewish law betrothal was a binding relationship. It was very much more akin to marriage than engagement as we know it. And it could be only broken by formal divorce proceedings. However, couples who were betrothed didn't have any sexual relations until their marriage proper. And that was because great set was, a store was set in the Jewish culture of the time on the virginity of the bride. So much so, in fact, that Jewish Old Testament law stated that if another man slept with the betrothed woman and they were found out, both he and the girl would be stoned to death. Because as the book of Deuteronomy so nicely puts it, the girl, because she didn't scream for help, And the man, because he violated another man's wife. In the UK today, when 48% of births are to mothers who are not married, it's hard to imagine the utter shock and betrayal that Joseph must have felt when Mary told him that she was pregnant. Although the biological sciences were far less advanced in first-century Palestine than they are today, um, I think Mary's story, that she was carrying God's child and not another man's, would have been no more believable then than it is now. Joseph would have felt utterly betrayed. He would have felt shamed. He would have felt humiliated. He was well within his rights, harsh as it may sound, to denounce her publicly and have her stoned to death, thus saving some of his tattered pride. But he didn't. Joseph obviously didn't believe Mary's story, not at that point anyway, because he decided to divorce her. But he was prepared to do that quietly so that she wasn't exposed to public disgrace and death. Given the circumstances, Joseph's compassion for Mary is quite remarkable. And that single act that single initial act of compassion had far-reaching consequences. Because before he could divorce Mary, Joseph had a dream. He had a dream in which he saw the vision of an angel instructing him to take Mary home as his wife. Because the baby that she was carrying, not his child, was nevertheless a very special child. Now I think the familiarity of the Christmas story can dull our senses to the faith that Joseph had in the angel story, and his subsequent obedience in taking Mary home as his wife, as we read that he did. Yes, dreams had a greater significance in first-century Jewish culture than they do for us today. But I don't think that we should underestimate Joseph's faith and obedience to the angelic instructions, as epitomized by his forbearance in consummating the marriage, as would have been his right to do until Jesus was born. We'll be hearing the rest of Act 1 in the story of Jesus' life tomorrow the journey to Bethlehem, the birth of Jesus, the shepherds, the angels, so many strange and wonderful things happening around Jesus' birth. That Joseph's faith in the uniqueness of this special child of Mary's must have grown. But in Act 2, Jesus' childhood and young adulthood, life gradually normalized for Joseph and he fades out of the story. Joseph remains a devout Jew. We come across him again just after Jesus was born, taking Jesus to the temple to be circumcised in obedience with Jewish law and we know that the the family traveled to Jerusalem each year to celebrate the feast of the Passover. Joseph and Mary Went on to have children of their own. For most of his life, Jesus probably worked in the family carpentry business with Joseph. And whilst we know that Joseph was still alive when Jesus was twelve, it's almost certain that he had died by the time Jesus started his public ministry. Jesus, uh, Joseph, never witnessed. Act three of Jesus' life, he never knew who Jesus was finally revealed to be. Unlike Mary, Joseph didn't experience Jesus' teaching and his healing. He didn't experience Jesus' death or his resurrection. So, how much did Joseph understand about Jesus? What would he have made of the names that the angel gave him for the baby? Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus, the name that he was instructed to call the child, a name that means God saves. Joseph certainly didn't know all the answers, not even by the end of his life on earth but he had faith in the angel's message, even if he didn't fully understand it. He acted on that faith. He behaved compassionately. He was obedient to what he did believe and know. Unlike the little Joseph actor in the Jigsaw Nativity play, Joseph didn't just wander off and abandon Mary, but he stuck by her. He provided her with a loving home, And for the formative years of Jesus' life here on earth, he nurtured and taught Jesus together with Mary. We read later in Luke's Gospel that the boy Jesus was obedient to Joseph and Mary, growing in wisdom and stature, in favour with God and men. One of the few little snippets that we know about the life of Jesus as a child. I think we can draw inspiration from Joseph in his compassion, in his faith, and in his obedience to what he did know and believe. He was the supporting actor without whom the act one in the life of Jesus would have looked very different. He probably never knew what impact his life had made. It's significance in Christ, its significance in Christ's life. Joseph would never have considered himself one of the major players. And indeed, very few of us today are leading actors, as it were. Most of us are ordinary Joes like Joseph. In fact, I don't think many of us would even qualify for a best supporting actor or actress. I think most of us are are simply the extras in the play of life. But, like Joseph, our compassion, our faith, our obedience to what we believe all play an essential role in God's kingdom here on earth. Joseph never witnessed Act 3, the end of Jesus' earthly ministry, but he was faithful to what he did know. We, however, do know how Jesus' earthly ministry and life ended, and understand, perhaps better than Joseph, the significance of the name Jesus, God saves, in Jesus' death and resurrection. Nevertheless, Act 3 is not the final act in God's big story. In Advent, we wait not only to celebrate Christ's birth, but also his coming again at the end of human history the final act of God's big story. And like Joseph, we don't know how this will play out. And our world can often seem such a a messy and broken place that I think sometimes we wonder just how God will work this out in the end. But like Joseph, we can have faith in God's plans for humankind. Tomorrow, we're going to be focusing on the actual birth of Jesus, the birth of a saviour, Emmanuel, God with us. But today, let's thank God for Joseph, for the part that he played in that story, and be encouraged by him. Our own faith and faithfulness, our own small actions of compassion and obedience may have positive consequences beyond our imagining. Supporting actor or extra, we all have our part to play in building God's kingdom here on earth.